0: What is going on, everybody? This is the willing to go hair podcast coming fresh out of a nap. feels good, feels great, feel rejuvenized. You know this whole working nights thing isn't so bad. It's not as bad as I thought, man. um when you really break down um the the aspect of working nights for the most part, nothing goes on during the day. Not enough really goes on during the day for me to want to like long and really go back to working like days again. I mean, someday I definitely want to do that. But for the time being, I'm in a good spot, man. I'm blessed to be doing what I'm doing and paid to be doing what I'm doing. Uh, IT, I feel like, is definitely a growing field for sure. Um, and it's something that you can it's, – it's a skill set, man. I mean, everybody needs a skill set. Find yours, you know. And and the cool thing about it is, I mean, obviously, um, the the idea of going to school, or at least, you know, continuing school, that's that's great. I think that that's something that I am going to pursue. There's a lot that I want to do before I really decide that I want to like like legit quote unquote settle down and have kids and start a family. I mean, obviously I want to be want to further my college education and things like that. But with IT, you really don't need like a college education. You just need certifications. So it's a different type of Asian. Where's <laughs> Jesse Jackson when you need him? But, anyways, um, yeah, that motherfucker could rhyme his ass off. But um, Yo on this podcast, like I said, this is off the cuff i had I got some feedback shout out to Maya and Rosie they gave me some feedback on uh my last podcast and I really appreciate that and also shout out to Zach Love too Zach Love also gave me some um gave me some love man well <laughs> he didn't give me his last name, but uh, he gave me some love on the last pod uh and feedback so I mean like I said uh that's very very important that helps me to uh be more creative. I dropped my mic, my bad. <laughs> it helps me to be a little more creative during this process. Um, like I said, I got some other things that I have planned uh, coming up, which I know, I know people keep saying, well, when are you I, I think I've gotten like maybe a couple text messages and some uh, emails, like, hey, when you going to get that second mic, you, you know, these things take time, man. <laughs> they take time. Try, well, and it's like, well, you could just buy a microphone from blah, 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 blah. You know, I could do that, but, you know, I'm choosing to do things my way for a change. And, um, until I get the mic that I want. I want I'm not going to like just get any mic, you know. I I want this blue Yeti unless you guys want to donate to the podcast. Uh donate a mic if you guys know someone that's selling a blue Yeti. You know, I just had to buy a a motor blower from Amazon. So, you know, my car, I'm currently riding around with no heat <laughs> in my car. So, imagine trying to take a woman out on a date and I uh, you have no heat. Like she'll die of hypothermia before you even get to fifty fourth street. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I imagine trying to explain that shit. She got got frostbite. You know, you try to you try to hold her hand and her hand falls off. You know, that's not that's not how I want to do things, man. So I got my money tied up in some other stuff. But I have been working out uh or working out um my money in other spots and other areas and things like that. So Yeah, yeah. The things are looking good though. Looking good. Um there this like I said, these episodes that I'm coming out with now, these are kind of more on the off the cuff. Really don't have anything in specific that I really want to talk about. Like the NFL season right now, I I did see the Chiefs have cut Anthony Hitchens, which I mean I'm like, whew. Okay, that's a good start. This also means that the Chiefs don't need to draft the linebacker. Uh, I don't think they do. I think they're fine, right where they're at with Willie Gay and Nick Bolton. But uh, yeah, that, that was pretty cool. Uh, also saw a report that uh, I think Aaron Rodgers is cryptically trying to retire, but not retire, and he's trying to come back and uh, some sort of miraculous comeback. I think he'll end up with the Broncos somehow, some way. I could just see it. He he has a horse face as it is anyway. I Man, he kind of looks like a super set, like a sad old horse. Aaron that Aaron Rodgers, but. Still one of the most prolific throwers of the football I've ever seen. So, I mean, it's all jokes, but he's he's the MVP for a reason. No word on if Tom Brady's coming back or not. Um, what else is going on? In the, oh, this is also what I want to kind of broach on just a little bit. So, Kanye West. Um, Kanye West and the art of knowing when to let go. Um uh, <laughs> Uh, Look, uh, his antics I don't want to go too much into all of his antics And things like that that he's been doing But recently Kim K Has, um, they've divorced Or they've been separated I'm not sure if it's legally been filed yet But they filed Kanye West and her have filed for divorce And she has since been doing her thing He's been doing his thing for the most part But Kanye finds himself Chasing after Kim K And I think Kim K does want to go back to that You know when I look at it from both from both angles, I could see the way Kanye West is. I think he's a lot to deal with. I could definitely see him being a partner. Like if I'm Kim K, and I'm like, oh, this motherfucker's at it again. Like he's, you know, you know, it's another another episode. And, and, and coming from somebody that has dated someone that is bipolar, I can honestly say. And which granted, she wasn't. I'm not comparing her to Kanye West by any way, stretch or form. Like I'm not comparing that at all because Kanye West has some other things that he's you know I, I think he also mentioned that uh or I think I read somewhere that it's, they said he's uh schizophrenic I think that I think is what I read as well and most of the time you see it you notice a lot of these geniuses man they have like a some sort of a mental disorder you know what I'm saying like a well-known I think Elon Musk it has Asperger's if I'm not mistaken I could be wrong somebody correct me but usually he's a genius you know what I'm saying and, and again I'm not comparing my ex-girlfriend being bipolar to Kanye West. You know, I'm not comparing that at all, but I'm just saying like it is, it is something that you have to have a lot of patience. Um, it is rewarding at times, um, because they love in a different way and they, and, and, but I think with Kanye, he's a very push and pull type of a dude. You know, I also know a couple guys that I know that had, that are, that have dated women that are bipolar and, um, uh, one of my uh, female friends, uh, she dates, uh, she dated a dude that was bipolar. So, uh, but he was medicated. I think Kanye West may or may not be on medication. I I, I could be wrong based off of his manic episodes. I'm going to guess not. Uh, recently they said that he, he hates Pete Davidson. So that's who Kim K is dating. He hates Pete Davidson. He calls him skeet <laughs> and he's been making these posts about, Skeet <laughs> Skeet Davidson And then he even came out with a song I think it's called Easy He came out with a song with Game And said like Basically was like I'd rather beat Pete Davidson's ass <laughs> You see And it's funny that, that Everything that these celebrities do man Like make no mistake about it I think what celebrities do We see it on a national spotlight But this is nothing new When it comes to like one partner and if i'm if I'm speaking in terms of a um a woman and man even if it's a divorce or the end of a relationship, I've heard of cases where you got boyfriends that just can't seem to let go when the woman tries to move on and to me, I think that that stops the growth like the self growth of the woman or The self growth of the person that's trying to move on. You have women that also don't want to let go either. You know, don't get me wrong. Don't get it twisted. It's just that the media loves to use Kanye as a poke and prod as a as an example to make men look like they're crazy. And, um, you know, then you have the guys that are like, but he just wants his family. He wants his family. No, Kanye wants to control Kim. Like a hundred percent, and I think that he didn't account for Kim moving on so quick because I mean he's like I'm Kanye West. How would you want? How could you want to date anybody else? You know what I'm saying? And um, yeah, because I actually messed with. Well, okay, I talked to a girl that had a boyfriend that was kind of like he was kind of like that, you know. And who knows how what the relationship was like? You know, Kim and Kanye. Who knows? Maybe Kanye. Was cheating on the low. I do know that there were rappers that were making references to Kim, and I'm sure that bothered Kanye to the point where maybe he had to like sit down. I can see him right now, just sitting there. Excuse the uh, impression. He's like, he's like, come on now, why you got to do that to me? You know what I'm saying? Like Kanye West was probably wilding out on Kim, spazzing out on her on the, on the daily. You know what I'm saying? And he went, then he, rather than, you know, say, Kanye, let's just talk about your feelings. He's like, no, I don't want to talk about that. And just goes downstairs and starts making beats and shit. <laughs> He's like, I'm a, I got a song to make. I'm making Donda. You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> Go away. What what did he say? Didn't I, I, there was a saga, there was a point in time there where TMZ. From, like, 2011, maybe no, it was, like, 2003, whenever him and Kim got together, from that time period, uh, from, like, 20, 2010, right, 2011, to, like, 2014, they were, TMZ was on Kanye's ass, bro. There was a video compula- compilation I saw on YouTube where, like, they ran up, <laughs> they would just run up on Kanye, and Kanye's like, stop following me, man, come on, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Then there was that time when he ran into that stop sign, <laughs> <laughs> and then they they pulled up on him. They pulled up to his crib, and he was getting out. He had a, I think he had a like a Bugatti or something. And he was like, "They were like, hey, Kanye, how's it going?" And he's like, "Shut the fuck up, go away." <laughs> oh, and the thing is, that happened. That that video was like that video happened around like like one a.m. You know what I am saying? Like they just be following. I'm, I'm, I got my suspicions about TMZ, but anyways. Um, yeah, man, um a, a lot of uh, the girl that I used to mess with, man, uh, uh years ago had a boyfriend that could not let go. So much so that he actually dm me um and told me, like, hey, you don't know me. And I'm like, So why are you messaging me? Like, what the hell? And he's like, Hey, you don't know me, man, but like I'm uh I'm just letting you know, like so and uh if you're trying to date so and so, just know she's not what you think she is and da 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 da. Now, um normally you know, to me, that kind of sort of had me raise my antennas because I felt like, you know, the aspect of what is that? What is that called? Bro code? I get bro code, and to me, bro code is something that uh, is practiced amongst men who are who are familiar with one another. Say, for instance, if you know I got my, some of my homeboys. If my homeboy is dating somebody or is getting ready to get involved with someone that I know is kind of wild, right? I would I would warn them ahead of time. I would say, hey, man, just so you know, like I heard this, this. Remember that girl that we saw from the club? Yeah, that's her right there. I heard this and this about her. You know what I'm saying? Just tread lightly. I would never talk a dude out of dating a woman unless she's like a psychotic. But, you know, these are my guys. These are fellows that I know. Um, And to me, it kind of sounds like sour grapes when a guy reaches out and he's trying to warn another guy that's currently with his ex. Hey, man, you should be careful. You know, and there are some guys. Who I feel like are sincere about it for the most part, because maybe they went through some sort of emotional drama or toxic, you know, traumatic experience with this said person. And maybe they want to, you know, um, give give a brother a heads up ahead of time. You know what I'm saying? But it's 2022. And I think everyone kind of looks out for what for themselves, not necessarily for one another. But uh, yeah, he reached out to me and was like, "Hey man, just so you know, like you know, she's crazy, and you know, but you know, again, every everyone, everything that women do nowadays is crazy, I guess, right? I mean, (laughs) we're just with no rhyme or reason. That's just isn't that just the default for for everything? We don't understand what a woman's doing. Man, this is crazy. You know what I'm saying? If you want, (laughs) if you want, uh, if you want steak, if you want steak and shrimp tonight, and she happens to want uh, chicken and pork tonight." Y'all don't agree on it. His bitch crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, not, it's, it's always a default, man. I think that's not fair for women. You know what I'm saying? Like, not every woman is crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not crazy. It's just we have a disagreement on things. And we, I don't know, we just sometimes we may not be able to come to a happy medium. But that, that's just how I see it. I don't know. But anyways, when he reached out, I was like, I, I didn't even tell the girl. I was just like, why would he reach out to me? So I messaged him back and I said, thanks for the heads up, man. But like, why are you telling me this? Like, who are you? I didn't even know it was her ex until he explained to me what happened, like, why they broke up. So then I was like, all right, you know, like, should I ask her about this dude? Because, you know, there's always two sides to every coin, right? So I asked her, and he basically was like, yeah, we broke up. And, like, you know, she got manipulative and da 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 And she talks to all these guys. And, uh, you know, she has many of these guy friends. And, I, you know, I'm not really down with that. So... You know, instantly I thought, guy friends? Hmm, okay, well, you know, given that she was and she still is an attractive person, um, I thought to myself, one of those guy friends is trying to hit. So at least he put me on game as far as, like, that aspect. So I thought, cool, okay? Then I kind of sort of kept it to myself. But then I was like, hey, I think your ex reached out to me. But I deleted the messages, like, what's going on? She explained her side of the story and everything that she said, mirrored exactly what he said except she told why like they broke up so he got paranoid and i guess like developed other female friends or something like that and met these other girls and like started messing around with these other girls because he thought that she was messing around on him but she said that he was paranoid a lot uh, because he had been hurt in his previous relationship so in a sense he did give me a heads up because i mean i think that an attractive woman with male friends to me one of them dudes is trying to hit, man. <laughs> one of them, listen. One of them has either hit, or is trying to hit, or is waiting in the wings to hit. So I mean, I'm it, it just it don't don't doesn't surprise me, fellas. When you mess up, I'm just letting you know. When you mess up and your girl has male friends, I think I saw a uh, I saw a dating profile like a couple weeks ago that said something like, and uh, she was like. Oh, yeah, don't uh, don't be uh, an overshare or something like that or facts that surprises people about me or something like that. And it said, I live with three guys. And I thought to myself, oh, no, (laughs) you know, and I'm hoping like maybe maybe they're her brothers. You don't just live with three random dudes like that. You know, one of them has to be a relative like one of them may be a brother. I don't know. But still, you got two other dudes in there. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's kind of a red... Like, like, how would you feel, ladies? How would you feel if you had a dude that lived with all girls, like, attractive girls at that? You know what I'm saying? Uh, but I don't know. Maybe the dynamic is different. But anyways, um, yeah, so Kanye West, man, you got to let go, bro. You have to know when to let go. I think that at this point, Kim is fed up with his antics. I mean, they were married for, like, almost, what, 10 years? But So it was a, it was a good run. You know what I'm saying? I know all their kids are under the age of, like, 12, so... You know, maybe it was about 10 years um, or so, but something about that Kardashian, uh, that Kardashian snatch Jobs and brothers crazy. You saw what happened to my man, Lamar Odom. I'm glad he's OK. You saw what happened to Lamar Odom. You know, uh, didn't really affect Scott Disick too much. Um, uh, what's the other one? James Harden. You know, he was kind of in a trance for a minute. French Montana seemed to... He, he seemed to leave scathed, uh, unscathed for the most part, and we already know the story with Tristan Thompson. What's Tristan Thompson, man? Tristan Thompson. I used to like him, man. I really did. You know what's crazy? I like Tristan Thompson more because of his antics off the court than on the court. I think he sucks as a player. Like I think he's terrible for the most part. He had a good run with Cleveland in that 2015-2016 season. Don't get me wrong. And that shit, that one championship that they got after beating a, a depleted Warriors team. But that's besides the point. I like I liked him man but it, he really is a piece of shit. <laughs> he truly is man. It, it cracks me up to see him like out and about and he's I think he's with the Sacramento Kings, you know. Who knows how many side chicks he's got, you know. Who who knows man, but I, but you know why I can't, I can't villain, I can't demonize guys like him uh because women tend to get with guys like that knowing what they are and then cry wolf whenever the things that happen. It's like if I bought a tiger and I know that tiger's bite and they have a p even when they play with you I know that they bite. I know there's a chance I could get like I could bleed and get scarred up. And then when the tiger finally bites me after playing, then it's like, oh well, you killed the tiger. No, you knew what you were getting into when you bought that tiger. Just like ladies know what they're getting into when they deal with a man who has a reputation of being a bad like a piece of shit. That's why I don't understand why um why women uh, get with guys like Future and then get pregnant by Future and then call him a deadbeat. We've seen that like sixteen times. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like sixteen times, future's been a deadbeat, or I, I no maybe not sixteen. I think future's got like maybe eight, seven kids. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah. So we already and we you know we already we see that already. We understand the toxicity, but then that's when they want to run the guys like Russell Wilson, right? So Russell Wilson is the 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 great the great white hope. You know what I'm saying? For stuff like for for you know for women who 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 are done dealing with guys like future, which I guess is a turn on, right? I mean you know, I think that's kind of kind of you know. Strange, But you know, it is what it is. You got to let women make the mistakes that they want to make, man. Let people make the mistakes that they want to make in general. I see a lot of guys that, you know, uh, and I, actually I'm going to get into this topic as well because this kind of sort of ties into <clears throat> into it a little bit. But a lot of guys, man, they point out, and I think that there is some validity to it. My dad told me once, um, you know, shout out to my pops, man. He told me once uh, I was sad um, that this girl didn't like me back. You know what I'm saying? He told me uh, this girl didn't like me back or something, and... My dad told me at the age of like fifteen or fourteen, he said, "Son, I tell you this right now. When um when you ten years from now, you know, or ten years plus from now, he was like, check in to see how she's doing, and she, I guarantee you she'll she'll hit you back up or she'll contact you." And I was like, "Man, everybody thinking, you no know, ten years down the road." Well, sure enough, it actually happened. <clears throat> it actually happened, and um, I let me just i I'll, I'll just use this reference, <clears throat> cold. Two-day-old Chipotle don't taste the same when you try to reheat it. I'm going to just leave it at that. So, <laughs> <clears throat> it's different. It really hits different. So, um, yeah, man. I, I, I just, uh, I was like, wow. Like, my, dad, my dad was right. And, you know, I think a lot of guys, what they try to do is they use shaming tactics uh, for women that don't, aren't into them at that specific time. Um, And what they do is it's like a woman will make a bad decision. And they use that against women to then say, well, see, if you would have dated, you know, you like to date the bad boys. Right. You like the bad boys. You like this. You like that. Maybe if you would have dated the good guy or the nice guy, fuck that, not the nice guy, the good guy, the nice guy. If you would have dated a nice guy like me, who was willing to put you on a pedestal. And, you know, I'm I'm willing to uh, to be your I'm willing to be your knight in shining armor. You know, when I think that a lot of women from the ages of like. Of like twenty one to like twenty eight aren't really looking for a knight in shining armor, you know. Especially if they look good, like, please, man. I, I got a girl's number actually out at uh out at society a couple weeks ago, and I thought to myself, I can't be the only dude that has asked for this girl's number. Okay, like, I, I can't be. And you know, who knows that girl? That girl very well may be into dudes that are that have a lot of women that have money that I don't have. You know, what I'm saying that have a physique that I don't have yet. So. You know you sometimes you got to chalk it up to the game you know chalk it up to the game and take a loss, but there's no need to 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 go back and forth or to go back uh backtrack when you are were interested in this girl and she's not into you like that there's no point in backtracking' because like you liked her for a reason it's just you felt rejected as I've seen women get rejected too and like put hands on dudes it's it's wild but for men you get rejected you know you move on she may come back or sometime down the road you know but You're asking yourself, what does this have to do with this next topic? Uh, Because this is kind of sort of a loaded one, if you will. There is, if you guys don't know, and I I could be wrong about this uh, aspect, uh, and I kind of want to breach or broach on the topic itself. But there have been a lot of men that I've been seeing that are going what they call red pill. This red pill. (laughs) Uh, if you don't, aren't familiar with it, I think I may, have, I've t- I may have touched on it on a couple podcast episodes if you guys have been listening. So Red Pill, this is a philosophy that men have adopted and adapted to their lives. And I've seen it change their lives for the good, you know. Um, basically, if you guys haven't seen The Matrix, uh, the Red Pill. So and, and there's a scene where Neo uh, is in contact with Morpheus. And Morpheus is sitting down and he's got a red pill and a blue pill in his hand, in both hands. And a glass of water in the middle. So he tells Neo, he says, okay, like you have a choice. You can take the red pill or you take the blue pill. The red pill is gonna is gonna open your eyes to what the world really is. Well, it's gonna open your eyes to the reality that, like, that what you see, and you're gonna see things that you've never like imagined, and you're gonna be able to do things that you've never been able to imagine. I'm just paraphrasing. And, you know, you're going to um basically that's how Neo gets his powers and he can see the world and like enter another whole other world and things like that. Or you take the blue pill, you wake up, and this is all gonna be a dream, and you know, um, you're gonna go back to your boring life and you're gonna be oblivious to the things that are right in front of you, but you're just gonna choose to ignore it. <clears throat> that's what the blue pill is. So, you have red pill men and blue pill men, I guess. And now you have these red pill men who basically take that and they take the world for what it is. And I, uh, you know, and if that's the case, my uncles have been red pill since like nineteen 19- Nineteen sixty-five, you know, or nineteen sixty-seven. My uncles have been red pill since nineteen sixty-seven. Then, if that's the case, because they were—they've been telling me like like talking points about life that these guys are mirroring and echoing right now. It's just I wasn't able to like fully understand and get it. You know, I was just wanting to play outside and you know play video games, but. Now you have the rise of these red pill men. And I think that it's a philosophy that while there are some there's some validity to what, you know, their lifestyle and how they live. But they're also not it's not just about women, though, but they also have like a red pill lifestyle with finances and stuff like that. And basically their whole thing is that you don't pedestalize women. Um, you look at women for what they are. You don't hate women, but you do have this thing called—I think they call it red pill rage or something like that—where uh, you accept the reality for what it is. But it takes—you've been conditioned for so long to think about the life that you—that was basically a lie to you. So you were told that you have to open doors for women. You were told that you had to buy everything, buy on the first date. You were told that you had to uh, be sweet to her, and but. You wonder why, like the result is you still don't have a girlfriend, and that like makes a lot of dudes mad, I guess just <laughs> makes them mad They're like what the fuck so that is the red pill rage, and uh that's kind of like one aspect of it i mean i'm and again I think it's an interesting topic to to discuss, and I'm have to discuss with some of my guys uh when we uh when we all get together but yeah that's uh that's something that I think it's cool. It's a uh, not saying that I embrace it. Like there've been different been times where I'm like, you know, do I want to cuz it's not like it's an exclusive club, you know what I'm saying? Like like you don't just walk up to someone and say, "Hey, my name I could say, "Hey, my name's Christian. By the way, I'm red pill." No, I would never do that. That's kind of whack. <laughs> you know, you can be red pill to yourself. How about that? Or blue pill or they, but then they have like other pills. They have like they have like the red pill, the blue pill, the black pill, the purple pill, which I think is like a mixture of the red and blue pill, right? Uh, They have the white pill and green pill and all this other shit. Like, I'm like, dude, pills, 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 pills and automobiles. Shout out to Chris Brown. Um, And also, there's been something that's been going on as well. that I think that needs to be talked about. Uh, The the infighting amongst black men and black women on Black History Month. Nonetheless, this is the craziest Black History Month I've ever seen. We've had and I'm going to talk about that in a minute. But we've managed to have black people look foolish on TV and or social media. This shit is nuts. Kanye West is spazzing out. Nelly getting his glizzy licked on Instagram Live. Um, what, what else has been going on lately, man? Just just L after L after L we've been taking. Oh, then, uh, then Joe Biden, right? Joe Biden uh, approving uh, crack pipes. $30 million for safe crack pipes for, pe- pipes for people to use. And yet we still have no tangibles, man. We have won nothing in Black History Month. <laughs> This is insane. But uh, yeah, taking L's, man. But nonetheless, I've noticed that there's been a lot of infighting. And that infighting, you know, I think it comes from like, like the uh, the crack epidemic, you know, where they took the black men out of the home and they basically armed the woman with uh, the help of the government, black women with the help of the government and um you know government funds and things like that and they they basically have raised children with the government and they basically look you got to raise your kids like this we'll give you this 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 and this and a lot of guys a lot of men a lot of these uh baby boomers feel as though that they were sold out by their own women and there are levels of that that i think are true but i'm not going to get to delve too deep into that but a lot of infighting uh, and I think it's kind of sort of sad because I saw this TikTok and actually I made a reaction to it where this woman, you know, there's always the notion that black men are always dating out. You know, they they hate black. Like if you date outside of your race as a black man, you hate black women. You hate your mom. You hate your sister. You're a self hater. You hate your skin. da da da. But like black women are championed for dating outside of the race and leveling up sis as they say now i'm not one here i'm not here to play tit for tat i'm, I'm just going based off of what i see you can date whoever you want to you know I, the way i see it if i'm not if i'm not just you know, do me a favor guys cover your kids ears or you know press pause at this part um this may you know rattle some people and but i'm going to be very as as polite as possible so now's your chance step away please All right. In five, four, three, two, one. All right. So listen, if I am not in your vagina or coming out of your vagina or came out of your vagina, what you do and who you date does not matter to me. You have a lot of dudes that are trying to v police these women. You have a lot of women and black women who try to de-police men and try to figure out where it is that they're putting their tools inside of and i think that's kind of dumb it's kind of whack um but it, it, i see it all the time you know they they champion lizzo for shooting her shot at chris evans but michael b jordan was dating uh who was that he was dating some hispanic woman and everyone's like oh he's a he's a sellout and they stopped liking him then they stopped liking the dude from luke cage they said that uh he was a sellout and they found out that his woman was white. So I think that, that there is a narrative that needs to be talked about. Uh, there is a double standard. And then you had um, black women, you know, and again, I'm, just, I'm, this isn't a black well, black woman hate like podcast. I'm just saying I'm, I'm looking at both sides. <laughs> there were, You had women that I saw when uh, what was that woman's name? When Meghan Markle got married to Prince Harry. Uh, was it Prince Harry or one, one of the princes? I can't remember. She got married to one of the princes. And like you had women that stayed up to watch that as if it was like the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? So there is a level of like, I think, disdain for black men who date out. And, uh, you know, to counteract that, there's a disdain for black women who date out. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I never understood that, though. So what does that have to do with uh, this at hand? Well, just recently, there was an incident where you had a, a YouTube star uh, and and I mean and, and comedian and you know influencer, I think he's an influencer, so tommy sotomayor he 's a guy i 've been following for a minute now i think he's he's very interesting uh i don 't really feel any which way about him, you know i don 't hate the dude um there are some things that I think he can go a little overboard on, but overall, like i don't know him enough to really like call him out and Call him out of his name, but he's been known to kind of sort of beef with black YouTubers and black people in general because he speaks his mind, you know. And I think he's entitled to do so. But he recently got into it with a girl on the Fresh and Fit podcast. If you guys aren't familiar with who Fresh and Fit are, uh, these are two individuals, man, who have become the, uh, the one of the hottest topics, I think, on, on YouTube um, because of their belief. And they've also—I'm uh, not sure if they identify as Red Pill. I could be wrong but they do a lot of content with red pill guys so basically uh they had gotten into it tommy sotomayor is has been known to be very critical of black women um within within you know i guess within his realm but i mean what i've learned about him is that over time like he presents a lot of facts and you can't really refute the facts And when you take your feelings out of it it's like okay he's right like he may he may be onto something so You know, but I'm not here to like, you know, be against or you know for him. But I mean, you know, he's doing he's doing his thing though. So I I gotta give him props and kudos. But he got into it with this woman on the Fresh and Fit podcast. And she got up in his face, and Tommy got up, and she put tried to throw a microphone at him, man. And I was like, damn, like this dude's really, you know, he was I don't think he put hands on her for her. I think he may have pushed fresh into her, but He didn't like, you know, but she really, really tried to put hands on him. So I don't know, man. I wish we would stop the infighting. I think that that needs to quit. I think the deep policing, look, you can still be, um, I mean, for people that are so, you know, they're pro-black, you know what I'm saying? And I've seen this a lot too. I've seen a lot of cats that sit there and say this BLM and, you know, pro-black this and, you know, that, but they date outside of their race and it's people for, it's black men and women that do it. (laughs) And I don't care who you date, but I'm just saying, like, it's just funny to me how that's like you're pro-black, you know, and you can date whoever you want, but then there's like people who are hypocritical and they go, well, You can't be pro-black because you're dating a white woman, and you can't be pro-black because you're 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 messing with a white man. Like it's just it's 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 played out, guys. Look, it's this has been the worst <clears throat> black history month I've ever experienced in my life. <laughs> to say the least. It's been sad. Um, very sad to say the least. And I hope that maybe 2023 will be different, but hey. You know what though? You know we get Black History Month, but we still get no tangibles from our president, right? No laws have been passed, no uh, no agendas have been driven, uh, no tangibles have been set. Uh, we just get crack pipes a month, and we get to take a knee. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'll save that for another podcast, man. Especially, and I'll, I'll delve more into that fresh and fit and who these guys are, uh, which they're also a, an interesting group of guys. But anyways, I gotta get ready for work. This is the One To Go Ahead Podcast. Thank you guys for listening to my rant, and I'm out. Peace.